0: Welcome to 21 to go. This is my personal weight loss journey podcast. My name is Stephen. Thank you for joining me. And I thought I would recognize that this is episode number 10 of the podcast. I like round numbers a lot. And uh, especially with weight loss, I tend to um, I, I, tend to wait to update my calorie goals and stuff when I get to round numbers or, or milestone numbers. So like, uh, when I get to 240 pounds, when I get that far, I'm going to adjust my numbers accordingly. But, um, even though I don't put the episode number on the titles to this podcast, this is episode 10 and uh, round numbers are great. I just wanted to also give a quick update on my back pain that I talked about last week. It is much better. Uh, it it's a little sore and and nagging in some circumstances, but overall, it's not preventing me from moving. I can I can play softball properly. I didn't get a lot of plays on uh, on Monday night, but uh, I can swing the bat, hit the ball, and and I'm doing all right. And it doesn't tighten up anymore when I'm sitting for work, so that's good. Uh, and I I also wanted to do a little bit of a comparison of the calorie-counting apps that I use and have used. Currently, I mentioned a few episodes ago that I use Chronometer as my main calorie-tracking app, but in the past, I've also used MyFitnessPal, and I I don't know exactly how long I've been using Chronometer. It's been maybe a few months now. I switched to it because I wanted to uh, try something different. I wanted to see how things compared against MyFitnessPal because sometimes... I think that it's important to explore different ways of doing things, and um, I, I think at the time that I made the switch, I needed a bit of a of a refresh for my weight loss. So, just a quick comparison off the top of my head, that uh, so th- there are a lot of good things and bad things for both MyFitnessPal and Chronometer. Um, I'll, I'll start off with Chronometer. that first of all, there when you need to enter. A custom food item that doesn't appear in their database, you can take a picture of the nutrition label if you have it, and they import all the nutrition info from that picture. So I think that's really awesome. But that's also a downside to Chronometer is that they are missing a lot of food items when you scan the barcodes. Um, but on the other hand, the stuff that they do have is actually uh, pretty accurate because they have um, I I don't know off the top of my head the name of their database sources but they they are pretty stringent in terms of the items that are added to the overall database like i think when i enter a custom food it gives me the option to uh or it it asks me if i want to get an email when it's been added to the database for everybody or if it's just a custom food for me and i usually say no but I think that that's a good sign that they they review all the items that you add and and uh, determine whether or not it should be something available to everybody or just uh, a custom food on your list. And and that's one of the knocks against my fitness pal is that it's very easy to um, it's very easy to add food items that are inaccurate and that can be a problem sometimes because it's... More or less a big problem if you have uh, if you're tracking like your nutrients like protein, uh, sodium that that kind of stuff. And um, sometimes that information is not always accurate, even if the calorie count is accurate. So that's something you have to watch out for with MyFitnessPal. But the good thing about MyFitnessPal is is that the database is fairly large, and you can find most things in MyFitnessPal. I think it's because there are so many users of MyFitnessPal that the data gets added uh, very, very quickly. But uh, one thing, one of the reasons why I was thinking of switching back to MyFitnessPal is because of the exercise tracking uh, integrations. I have the Samsung Galaxy Watch, and that's what I use to track my exercise, and it it works pretty well with Chronometer, but it has much better integration with MyFitnessPal. Um, the food the food amounts go back and forth between MyFitnessPal and Samsung Health, which I think is kind of useful because I like to have. I, I like the the picture that Samsung Health gives you. It's it's more graphically friendly, I guess. It, that's the best way to put it. And there's also a function in MyFitnessPal that. Um, It monitors your overall activity on the watch. And if you're not moving enough, according to what MyFitnessPal thinks you should be doing, it takes away calories from your daily goal. So like, let's say I want to not go over 2,400 calories in a day. If I'm not moving enough, maybe it'll take away like 100 calories. So I have to stick to 2,300 calories. And on the other side of it, it also adds calories if you're moving a lot, that type of thing. I try not to, to go over the calorie goal with exercise, anyways, because it's it. I, I've talked about it before. It's always a problem to eat back your calories. But um, those are just some of the things I wanted to talk about off the top of my head uh, between my Fitness Pal and Chronometer. I think I'm going to stick out Chronometer for the next for the rest of September. And uh, maybe give a switch back to my Fitness Pal to see how uh, it, coming back to it how how I like it, um, and and we'll see how it goes. So after the month of September, I will uh, I will let you know when I switch back to my Fitness Pal, and and then maybe after the month of October, I will just uh, give some overall impressions. So um, so yeah, that's where I am right now, and uh, and we'll keep going with the rest of my update. Well, my weight loss update for this week is a good one. Uh, so last week, my weight was 247.4 pounds, but this week it is 244.3, a change of minus 3.1 pounds. And just just a quick reminder, this is my rolling average in the, uh, in oh, I can't remember the name of the app now, but um, it's a rolling average, and I should note that it is down 1.2 pounds from two weeks ago in my eighth episode when I was weighing in at 245.5. So I I think 244.3 is the real number here. And uh, I would say that a drop of 1.2 pounds is a little more accurate than 3.1. Because I think my weight last week, the 247.4 number, I think that was more um, water weight and uh, as a result of uh, some sodium heavy foods and a little bit of, higher calorie eating and and the scale just not reflecting the change. So I'm pretty happy with that. And moving on um, with my goals, uh, what helped with hitting that new scale weight or new moving average was my calorie goal, where I wanted to keep three of seven days below my calorie target. And I did that um, two of the days, Monday and Tuesday. Well, Monday, I was technically one calorie over. Um, but I'm going to count that. The third day that I was under, um, I, I'm not 100% accurate on this on Sunday because I didn't actually log anything on the day. But I'm pretty sure I was well under the, the calorie limit, which actually is not always a good thing because I know that I didn't eat very much during that day uh, for various reasons. And that's not always a good thing to under eat. And it's just a confluence of events that caused the under eating Uh, my other goal was to keep active and reduce my back pain slash tightness my back now feels better uh, and I went for a bike ride with my camera last week and and took some nice pictures so I I think that I've done a good job of keeping active and and that's reflected in uh, my more healed back it's still not 100% but it's pretty much close to it So my goals for this week, uh, I'm going to keep going with the calorie goal of three out of seven days below my target. I think that's a good goal to start with. Um, If I can do it consistently over several weeks, I'm going to bump it up to four days, then bump it up to five. Um, I'm happy with a number of five days out of the week if I can get there. And my other goal is to do my physio stretches at least once per week. I haven't done them since ending physio not regularly anyways, but I, I should keep up with them to keep my shoulder in good condition and not regress a little bit. So, um, this week I started doing them. So I, I just want to make sure to give a check mark that I'm doing the exercises once per week. Well, I'm still playing around with the name and how to approach this little segment, but, uh, today I'll call it good and not so good so the good is that my weight moving average has normalized in my opinion to what I think to where I should be and um, and I, I think that is I probably would have been happy if it even went back to the 245 number but to see it down even from two weeks ago is is really great Also good uh, like I've I've mentioned several times over this, this episode is that my back pain is now in the rear view mirror. Uh, I just got to make sure to keep active and stretch things out. I've got some some stretches I can do apart from the physio stretches for my shoulder. I, like I mentioned last week, I looked up some stretches on YouTube and, and they're pretty good. For not so good, the back tire on my bike is flat again. So that means I'm going to put a hold on riding for this week. I know I could take uh, Vanessa's bike out, but I'm going to put a pause on it, and I'm going to buy some new tires on the weekend. its uh, I, I think it's likely something inside the tire now that's puncturing the inner tube. I thought it was maybe just the wheel, but uh, with the new wheel and the back tire flat again, i I'm pretty sure I, I should just bite the bullet and replace both the front and the back outer tires. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to do that this weekend. What's keeping me sane this week? Well, the Dr. Death TV show started, uh, at least in Canada, it's it's airing on regular TV and it started on the 12th. I think in the States it's a Peacock original, but we don't get that here. Um, so it, it's a different style to the show. I like how they kind of jumped right into the middle and then backed out to see, uh, to unpack what's happening in this uh in this thing if you're not familiar with dr death it's based on a podcast that was pretty popular which itself is is based on real life events that happened with this doctor who uh um i'll just say i guess the best way to describe it is he purposely messed up surgeries and has a few other problems and anyway it's it's a great cast in the tv show alec baldwin christian slater and Joshua Jackson. I'm not so much of a big fan of Christian Slater so far, but Alec Baldwin's been doing a great job in the one episode that I saw, and I'm looking forward to seeing the next one. There are definitely some stylistic choices in this show that make it interesting, but I think I need to see a couple more episodes to really give it a, a good judgment. So looking forward to watching more of that. Well, that's my update for today. I noticed that my good... Good weeks seem to result in longer episodes, and uh, I like that because I like being able to stretch things out a little. Um, That's one of the things that I want to do with my solo podcast efforts, which is to have something at least 10 minutes in length is what I aim for. And I'm also writing down some topics to cover in the intro section. I've got one set up for next week that I'm really looking forward to covering i'll uh, save that for next week but if if you want some suggestions of anything that you want me to talk about and give my opinions on, feel free to reach out to me on twitter. My username is at stephen underscore g that's s t e p h e n underscore g and you can also talk to me about other things uh give me encouragement tell me what i what you think I might be doing wrong wrong who knows But uh, that's it. So thanks, thanks for listening, and I appreciate any feedback you might have for me. We'll see you next week.